0: So one of the most common questions I've been asked in recent weeks is, "Hey, where do you think real estate prices are going, at least in the short term?" And the most honest answer is, "It does not matter." Today, I'm going to explain to you why.
1: I mean, an investment you're looking for something where you put out money now and that asset that you buy gives you back more money over time now the problem with commodities is that you're betting on what somebody else will pay for them in six months the commodity itself isn't going to do anything for you So, there's two types of of assets to buy one is where the asset itself delivers a return to you such as you know rental property stocks uh... uh, a farm and then there's assets that you buy where you hope somebody else pays you more later on but the asset itself doesn't produce anything and those are two different games i regard the second game as speculation
0: so guys what you just heard is a clip from warren buffett a man that has an estimated net worth of i don't know somewhere in the order of about 75 billion dollars And he summarizes it very, very well. This is an extract from a longer interview that I want to bring to you today. It just brings home so many truths for me and so many investing principles that I think people miss. There's no shortage of Warren Buffett books out there. There's no shortage of Warren Buffett quotes and everybody talks about Warren Buffett. If you haven't heard of him, I suggest uh, watching a few other videos on YouTube and versing yourselves. But very, very often we forget about the most simple, the most basic principles and I think Buffett has been very successful and is widely quoted in the media because he can take very, very complex principles, he can take something that's as complex as investing and he can break it down and articulate it and make it very, very simple for all of us and often You know, the most complex things, when we break them down, are simple. And so going into Easter and going into a holiday, I thought very hard about what I wanted to bring you this week. And I want to bring you something that's short, sharp. I hope that you can reflect on it, and I hope it helps you. Let's go and have a listen to this interview that's a little bit longer. Um, It runs through some great principles, and we'll wrap up the show by me giving you a few other resources. Let's go and have a listen.
1: If you, if you buy an ounce of gold today and you hold it 100 years, you can go to it every day and you can, you can coo to it and you can caress it and, and you can fondle it and, and, and 100 years from now, you'll have one ounce of gold and it won't have done anything for you in between. If you buy 100 acres of farmland... It will produce for you every year. You can use that money to buy more farmland. You can do all kinds of things. For a hundred years, it will produce things for you, and you still have a hundred acres of farmland at the end of the hundred years. Uh, you could buy the Dow Jones Industrial Average for sixty-six at the start of nineteen hundred. Gold was then twenty dollars. At the end, it was eleven thousand four hundred, but you'd all gotten dividends for a hundred years. So, a productive asset of any kind, a decent productive asset. Is going to kill a non-productive asset over time. Now, in any given one-year period, five-year period, any asset can outperform another asset. know, tulips? Why don't you you
2: join me, Warren? Why don't you join me and buy some cows? I mean, I I like your farmland, but you know, you're in Nebraska for Iowa. You love steak. I mean, we we can have leather. We can have um manure we can have milk we can have meat we'll employ people
1: you can have the manure i'll take the meat (laughs) i've got plenty of the manure
2: no but we'll employ people taking care of the cows i mean that little bar of gold that's worth 50 whatever we had one in here look i think it was worth like 60 or 70 thousand dollars i can get like so many head of cattle for that and and be productive that was my point i but you like farmland you just too lazy to take care of the cattle, or something? Pay some people. Absolutely, oh,
1: absolutely. Man. Have you ever tried to take care of cattle, Joe? It
2: must be. I think it might be hard. I, I know I've i tipped a few, but I've never. Uh, no, have you tipped no, I've never now? It. I hope you have not. I have that not, is that's it's mean. Cool. It's cool. It no, is. No, I, they're sweet. They're sweet, but they're not too bright, like me. Well, kind of with,
1: with land, you can get somebody else to do all the work. Give them a percentage of the crop, and you can sit back there for a hundred years and get a percentage of the crop, and you still have got the land when you get all through. I will guarantee you that farmland over 100 years is going to be gold, and so are so are equities.
2: You know, listening to you talk, though, Warren. Um when you say, with your comments about bonds, uh, that makes me think of financial assets in, in general, which include stocks. And I think about the printing presses, not only in this country, but around the world. You've seen the commercial cha-chung, cha-chung, chung with the central banks. And there are periods where financial assets are great from the like, early 80s to 2000. And I just wonder if there's then periods where hard assets are great. And you see Paulson in gold and some of these other guys in gold or commodities. Are you just not comfortable with commodities? Are there times where you should be downplaying maybe stocks or businesses and going totally full bore into commodities, but you're just not comfortable doing that?
1: No, the alternative with me, Joe, the alternative. I don't, like, I don't like fixed dollar investments at all. I don't like short-term bonds. I don't like long-term bonds. We own a lot of short-term bonds, but that is not because we like them. That's just a parking place. But the alternative, in, in my view, I mean, it, you, certainly commodities can be an alternative, but the alternative uh, is income producing assets of one sort or another that, that are not fixed dollar type investments. And so I. I I've said consistently for the last few years, I I would vastly prefer to own common stocks than fixed dollar investments over a five or ten year period. I don't know about the next five hours or five days. And that might very well extend to rental real estate, it might extend to farms. I mean, an investment, you're looking for something where you put out money now and that asset that you buy gives you back more money over time. Now the problem with commodities is that you're betting on what somebody else will pay for them in six months the commodity itself isn't going to do anything for you so there's two types of of assets to buy one is where the asset itself delivers a return to you such as you know rental property stocks uh... uh, a farm, and then there's assets that you buy where you hope somebody else pays you more later on, but the asset itself doesn't produce anything. And those are two different games. I regard the second game as speculation. Now, there's nothing immoral or illegal or fattening about speculation, but it is an entirely different game to buy a lump of something and hope that somebody else pays you more for that lump two years from now than it is to buy something that you expect to produce income for you over time. I bought a farm 30 years ago. Uh, not uh, not far from here. I've never had a quote on it since. What I do is I look at what it produces every year, and it produces a very satisfactory amount relative to what I paid for it. If if they closed the stock market for 10 years and we owned Coca-Cola and Wells Fargo and some other businesses, it wouldn't bother me because I'm looking at what the business produces. If I buy a McDonald's stand, I don't get a quote on it every day. I look at how my business is every day. So those are the kind of assets I like to own. Something that actually is going to deliver and hopefully deliver to meet my expectations over time a piece of art you know may may go from a thousand dollars to fifty million dollars but it's dependent on what the next guy wants to pay me the the, the art itself the, the painting itself is not going to dispense cash so i have to find somebody that's going to like it more and with most with an asset like gold for example you know basically gold is a way of, of, of going long on fear and, and it's been a pretty good way of going long on fear from time to time but you really have to hope people become more afraid in a year or two years than they are now and if they become more afraid you make money if they become less afraid you lose money but the gold itself doesn't produce anything well speaking of gold though we're looking at gold prices and they were at another record high they're up another three dollars today one thousand four hundred thirty four dollars an ounce and there have been some big hedge fund managers like a paulson or a david einhorn who have really buckled down on these beds why would you steer clear and do you think what they're doing is the wrong thing well i just don't know i i, I don't know whether cotton's going to go up i mean i right. we use a lot of cotton and i watched it go from eighty cents to a dollar ninety you know we use a lot of copper and i watched it go from two dollars to four dollars plus so uh, i mean there's all kinds of things in this world that are going to go up and down in price you know, and, and maybe hamburgers will tomorrow and but I, I i don't know how to judge that i do know how to judge to some extent the earning power of some businesses and, and the real test of, of whether you would like it as an investment is whether you would be happy if it never got quoted again and just in terms of what the asset did for you uh, uh, but that doesn't i would i will say this about gold uh, if you took all of the gold in the world it would it would roughly make a cube 67 feet on a side so if you took all the gold in the world we could have a cube that went down there 67 feet uh-huh. 67 feet high and that would be the whole thing Now, for that same cube of gold, it would be worth, at today's market prices, about $7 trillion. That's probably about a third of the value of all the stocks in the United States. So you could have a choice of owning a third of all the stocks in the United States, or you could have a choice of owning that little block of gold, which can't do anything but kind of shine there and make you feel like Midas or Croesus or something of the sort. Now, for $7 trillion, there are roughly a billion far- acres of farmland in the United States. They're valued at about two and a half trillion dollars. It's about half the continental United States' is farmland. Uh, you could have all of the farmland in the United States, you could have about seven Exxon Mobiles, and you could have a trillion dollars of walking around money. And if you offered me the choice of looking at some 67 foot uh, cube of gold and looking at it all day, you know, I maybe mean, <laughs> touching it, and font, fondling it occasionally, you know, and then saying, you know, do something for me. And it says, I don't do anything. I just stand here and look pretty. And, and, and the alternative to that was to have all the farmland of the country, everything, cotton, corn, soybeans, seven Exxon Mobiles, just think of that, add a trillion dollars of walking around money, I, I, you know, maybe call me crazy, but I'll, I'll take the farmland of the ExxonMobil's.
2: All right, that makes some sense. Carl, you've got a question too? I, I'm still trying to get the image of Warren fondling a giant block of gold <laughs> yeah. out of my mind. It's just fondling it occasionally no. was, uh,
0: what,
1: was what stuck bring, with bring me. me. Fondling it Bring me a giant block of gold, and you'll see me fondle like you've never seen before. <laughs>
0: So, guys, there you have it. Some words of wisdom to contemplate, to think about uh, really over the next week or so before we bring you the next episode. I hope this has been useful to you. And remember that the downtime that you're experiencing now, the spare time that you have, you can put it to great use. There's so many resources out there. Just a couple, I'd encourage you to jump onto the Wealthy podcast. Uh, That's our team's podcast. We're a real estate investment platform. We're meeting, talking every single week. Um, wealthy spelled with an I at the end, W-E-A-L-T-H-I. You can find the Wealthy Podcast here on Spotify, on Apple, on Google, wherever you're listening to this podcast. The Wealthy Podcast will also be available to you. So I'd encourage you to subscribe to that. You'll get some additional uh, content. We've also just launched the Wealthy Academy Awesome, awesome content, interactive, 100% video courses to help you from some of the greatest experts in Australia around Australian real estate investment. So that's 100% free for now. We're getting some great response. A lot of people are, um, you know, working from home. They've got a little bit of time up their sleeves, and they're jumping on and just versing themselves with all that stuff. Feel free to connect with me on Facebook instagram linkedin pretty much everywhere reach out if you have any questions and what we'll do in the next few weeks is we'll put together a question and answer show so send me your questions i'd love to hear from them and until then you go and have a great easter long weekend and while we aren't working necessarily from our offices because of the lockdown and the week after make sure that you take some time out enjoy it be happy stay safe and god bless you